This week on the Pushboard Life Podcast, we talk threads. We've been threading. We also talk about weight loss drugs and cast a cemented. Three, two, one, start a vlog, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Eggs podcast with myself, Damming. And me, Tom Hall, in far more clarity than Dan's not normally getting. I know, mate, that phone hack is pretty good. I might have to try that myself. Uh, I'm sure phone my clients will love seeing me in better better uh, definition than I currently am in. But that's all good. Mate, what's, what's your vlog about then? Is it just uh, the is it Housewives of London or something like that? The Housewives of London, that's that's PTs of London. Yeah. Um, Now, I decided to be accountable to myself and document, uh, because vlogs are a thing. I might be eight years too late um, for vlogs, but because I I do, like, education shit mainly on my YouTube. Basically, it'd be, like, stuff like that Mm. and housing stuff. So I was like, I'm going to keep myself fucking accountable to becoming a half half an Iron Man. Don't know which half yet. and I'm going to do a weekly summary of all my fucking shit I do. So it's only going to be like 15 minutes long. So you can, mm. YouTube, you can watch it on 2.0. So yeah, that's been the, be the case. So I talked about what I talked about this week. I think it's coming as I record this, it's coming out this evening. Um, so talk about all my training, all my heart rate data is up there. What's changing, what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. Why I make decisions, coaching decisions mm. when I make them, blah, 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 blah. Why I do that. Um, and then obviously shit things like what I'm listening to, what, and this one was like the whole shoe debacle. I was like, what, what shoe was I going to get to? Yeah. All that kind oh, of fun yeah, stuff. Of course. But basically it's just me talking to myself for 15 minutes. If really, or kind of, I feel like I'm talking to you. That's how I'm going to pitch it. Cause I'm so used to talking to you on camera. I'm going to be yeah. like, imagine if Dan was there and then, yeah, I'll be just, yeah, you would have been so just abusive you're just abusive basically and telling someone oh you can't you can't put you can't do this you're shit at golf and then what happens mate but what was fun as well because they were tongue-in-cheek because obviously i think some of our humor can be quite similar and last week i obviously i've been wearing my new shoes but from wearing new shoes you get blisters and i haven't run mm. for a while so very tongue-in-cheek after my run like I was like, did a little summary on my Instagram, blah, 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 blah. And then I just wrote in my next story, now teaching sponsorship at Compete. Mm. And then uh, Compete. <laughs> they sent me stuff. Yeah, they literally, I woke up to a message from them. They were like, um... <laughs> they were like, um, yeah, awesome, Tom. Like, Mate, you got some followers. See what happens when you have uh, followers and you start tagging people in them. And then I was just like, um, so this this podcast is brought to you by Compete. Fuck it. Don't give a shit. Like they sent me they sent me free stuff. Um it was an interesting thing because I was like clicked on the they haven't got a lot of followers, but I'm also thinking like, does Compede need to do social media? I don't really know. It's an odd one, isn't it? It's just just, awareness, isn't it? I suppose that that thing. I was just. I think it's one of those things where you know, if you like, you know, even at marathons, right? If you saw compete advertisements around, you know that on the marathon you're not going to need one, but you also associate that with then if you have felt a blister coming on, you saw compete around all the time, you would then the next day, in theory. Like, well, I need to compete. Like, yeah, yeah. I think with that sort of branding, it's interesting. I mean, a book at the moment it's about a similar type of thing, and it's about like top of mind branding, and it's about how a lot of companies, oh. um, you know, don't necessarily need to advertise 
their product as if like you're going to have it now, but it's more a case that they have to advertise so that when you do want it, it's the one thing that's top of your mind the whole time. And yes. it's, it's, it's why content marketing is so useful. It's why these coaches that post once a week are fucking useless and won't get anywhere. <laughs> um, is that you need to be top of mind, you know, with all this sort of stuff and, and, and the thoughts and feelings of, again, things that are associated with it. So like we just said then, running is associated with, well, I may get a blister. Well, you may not. Correct. But when you think blister, you think compete. You don't think yep. Boots own brand one. You go compete. No, like, you're going like, absolutely. Let's get the finest. And compete is amazing. Let's be. Let's, I'm, I'm all right, Tom. Keep it up. I know they've sent, yeah, they sent it to you, mate. Jesus they've Christ. already sent it to you. All right, calm down. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happened with my protein, right? I was just like, hey, look at this. This is all yeah. I want. Um, but yeah. I haven't got a discount code. I don't think you can, do they sell them online? They must sell it online, wasn't they? But yeah, lovely job. Thank you, Compede. Um, there you go. Yeah, but it was it was basically from a very tongue in cheek, like just like, well, I've got blisters. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Um, from my runs. So yeah, mate, running's hard, mm-hmm. isn't it? I didn't I didn't yeah. want to go for a run oh, yesterday, yeah. Dan. And but I did. I did go for oh, a run. Oh, well done, mate. Because you don't rely on motivation, right? You don't. You, you, you're all about discipline. No motivation. Discipline. Needed. Exactly. I was just like, oh, boom. God. And I've been working all day. Then I was like, oh, no, I have to. It's in my diary, so I've got to do it. Mm. I am and the keeper of my own diary. But, um, yeah, I went Honestly, the amount of uh, the amount of those posts that I see from coaches that just, I'm bored of now. <laughs> can't like, you know, what, the ones the, like, uh, uh, motivation. Oh, Oh, really? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, because uh, the, the reason that they annoy me, the reason that posts annoy me now more than more than they should from coaches is the hypocrisy because I know how they run their businesses and I know that they yeah, turn yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You know, when they're like, oh, you know, <laughs> you know, it's not about just turn up whenever you fancy it, it's turn up even when you don't want to. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, same with Instagram posts, mate. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're not doing that, though, are you? And it's just, yeah. I, I just, I hate it. Because I feel like it's just shouting hypocrite. I just feel like shouting hypocrite all the time. Because <laughs> um, it just, it just, it does wind me up a little bit that they can't see the, they can't see the connection. They don't see the, and I get that sometimes we, you know, we post these things as much for ourselves as other people. But the one that I saw that really wound me up today was, um, it was a, it was a, again from a PT, and it was saying how, um, Sorry, you don't, what, oh you, what yeah, no, no, you. No. Um, <laughs> no, it was literally like you know. Um, you're never going to be motivated. You just have to start or all this sort of stuff. And I was always like, you know, as a PT, it's like when you can train whatever day of the week and whatever time of day you want, and you're telling someone that it's not about motivation when they need to go up at six o'clock in the morning to train because it's the only time they've got in the day. It's a bit different. I don't, and people, and then the PTs go, oh, yeah, but I've got your ability to go and train clients. Yeah, you're getting paid to do that. So that's you're why you're paid there. Yeah. These people aren't, these people aren't getting paid to go to the gym. They're doing it for their health, whatever, which again, doesn't see a direct return like you like do your job. And it just frustrates me quite a lot when online coach, when online coaches, but PTs as well, do that. Because I'm like, you get to train at 2 p.m. when the gym is quiet, you're fully fed, you're not really that tired, you can have some caffeine, feel good about your training, you've got plenty of time to fit it in, probably two hour gap to fit it in, feel quite comfortable with it, really enjoy it. And then you get on with the rest of your day. So I'm like, it just annoys me, like when you're telling it, like a family person who's got two kids, full time job, and they get up at six a.m. to go train in the gym to say, "Can't rely on motivation." You can't. Like, <laughs> right, in the diary. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got to pick up my kid from school because they've been sick, and then I'll do this, then realize the Literally. washing's not done, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's fine. But mate, I couldn't rely on motivation. That just went. It was what I was doing. I was like, "Yes, I've got to go." Basically, it wasn't raining, so I was like, "There you go." Rain, 
That's all you need, isn't it? As long as it's not raining, that's all that matters. <laughs> and I knew yeah. I wasn't training today because I had a very first world problem. So I had too many clients to see today. Oh, um, dear. I know. It's a, it's a horrible position for a personal trainer to be in. But we're all good. Yeah. All good. It's almost like you weren't it, mate. No. I'm being no. Really no, no, you just sent no. some DMs. Um, that's probably all <laughs> I sent just a DM when they followed me. Yeah, what is Absolutely. with this? All right, I've realised that I've been part of mentorship and then I've gone, I've also disagreed. You're allowed to disagree with your mentor. Shock um, on not. certain things. Uh, this is going to be the only business, business chat screaming. today, I feel like. No um, <laughs> you're not my fucking mentor. Jesus, could you imagine? No, I mean, if they're listening. And you? I meant if they're listening. Could you imagine? Tom, you need to go fuck yourself, Dan. Learn to putt before you can tell me what to do. Okay. Yeah, that was, that's literally what you were yeah. saying. <laughs> um, the whole follow, I'm sure you don't teach this because we've had this conversation. And obviously it's a tactic of like when somebody follows you, send them a message. Cool, send them a message, but maybe send it in like a week to 10 days put a little timer counter on it something like that so they mm. actually follow you and like absorb your content if you're consistent with your content that's absolutely fine and your stories and they're able to like view that or see some posts and feeds and stuff like that but not on the day and just going like oh i i like fitness uh, what are your goals in fitness right now I'm like oh my god just to the point i get you but i mm. guarantee if you manage in some sort of freak miracle to sign that person up um, because it's the hundredth person you talk to today. Um, that if they come on, they're not staying for very long because they have no idea who, what you do, and it's it infuriating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we won't we won't say what that's part of, but I'm sure there's been people who fucking listen to this podcast who are part of that mentorship who do that. Um, a thousand percent of it, I, I guarantee. Um, yeah, yeah. So, because I think some people know that I'm in that and I'm in who do this show. Um, but yeah, interesting, interesting. Especially my clients, yeah. Oh God, taking everything out of it though. Me. Um, what else? What else? I've got off on a tangent, Dan. An angry you tangent. Always do, mate. You always no, do. It's, it's usually you. So, but yeah, thanks, Compied. Um, yeah, it's all about the yeah. Compied, mate. Let's be honest. <laughs> ones. I've got one on right now, Dan, because I get a weird because I have such flat feet. Like there's a blister bit in there, but I, also I've mate, noticed. No, you say of... about your feet. Sure. <laughs> Do you want to see them? No, no one no. wants to see them. No, I mean, Not at my, only, my only fans is going off on foot pictures. So doesn't Laura do that? No? Not yet. Yeah. She should Not yet. make some, make some fucking money. Jesus. <laughs> That's the thing. Untapped world out there. Uh, Untapped world. Untapped. Uh, nobody wants to see our feet, so it's fine. Um, yeah, very strange. But all right, I had a fun weekend. I went to live golf. That was fun. Is thus proving that I think the whole world had a far shorter attention span than than it ever has done previously. It definitely is happening. Um, you can see it in cricket, obviously with twenty twenty and the hundred mm. golf. Obviously, that only lasted like five hours. The whole event um, was wasn't enough golf for me. If I'm really honest, I want them to to prolong it somehow. Do two shotgun starts, so like one in the morning, one in the afternoon. They should do that. More money. Um, more players that would be more fun i think so there's a natural like break in the middle to get a little bit more pissed i think they i think they should do, do i think what they should do with that uh, that i do i do hope that the pga and the and live when they combine do it is more of like the team golf but not as in like the teams that they do at the moment where they do like oh you know everyone's there they should do things like a scramble 
They should do yeah. things like, you know, a, a four ball versus a four ball, almost like they do on YouTube. You know, they should look at YouTube a little bit and go, right, what are they doing on YouTube? How's it? Why is that going well? Why do people like watching yeah. it? And do teams of two, do you know what I mean? Like on the same course, like doing it together. And things like that, I think would work really well for TV, especially. I think people would watch it. I think just the problem with golf, singles golf, is unless you really, really love it, it's a bit boring. Whereas I think you can root for teams a little bit more. And if you understand the concept of teams and I think scrambles adds like an element of pressure to it because obviously at that level they, they'd all be so fucking good but it would be more for them the 20 30 foot putts they might make more rather than for us to be like the fucking eight foot ones or whatever um it should be interesting to see their tactics and how they approach it do you know what i mean if like two trying to hit a driver and get wayward and someone's got hit an iron and like how do you you know i just think with live golf they need to start hope i hope that that's the branch of it that they take is that they do like the pga main events and they do the odd event like the phoenix waste management where they go right it's gonna be a team thing three on three better ball or worse ball or something like that just something stupid but that is more like youtube and they should look into the youtube analytics and realize why people like watching certain videos why they get the most um you know the most views and stuff it'd be interesting but anyway, another tangent we went off on there but <laughs> a relevant one based on what we're talking about just what everybody really wants to know because obviously a a six-year-old named all of the teams in live um but which one are you dan so to put this into context this is these are the names okay of the live golf teams the four aces that's me i'm one of them the cliques that's almost meek uh the crushers the fireballs mm. the high flyers <laughs> the iron heads the majestics the range goats Rippers, the range goats. <laughs> I think I believe that's range greatest of all time. Um, the smashers, the stingers, and talk as in like T O, yeah, T O R. Yeah, what would you be? So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the rippers because I like Cam Smith. But they're, all, they're all, uh, all Australian, that's the thing because they're all vaguely split up into like nationalities. Uh, Annoyingly, so you you got full American. No, you're weird, Patrick Reed. All right, Jesus. Oh Christ. no, I don't be that group. No, any of, any of <laughs> well, the the English one, the Majestics. That's just a bit... the Majestics. Yeah, it is a bit of shit. No, yeah. Got, like what basically was it, the I- Iron Summit, the Iron Spades, the Iron Heads, Iron Heads. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't want to be that. That's an awful team. They got, they, yeah, they're not good players. You don't want them. I feel like I feel like you would like Team Smash. That's Brooks. That's the Kopkas. Um, no. Team Stinger. Dan can't hit a Stinger. Well, you naturally hit Stingers. Louis Dazen. That's well, they're all uh, South African. It's pretty cool. They're South African suffers, yeah. No, no, no. To be fair, the nicest. Uh, I think the nicest hats that were there were the Gleeks, but Martin Keimer, a bit boring, and Richard Bland. Maybe you go Gleeks. More Bland. It sounds similar to my name. Maybe Maybe that's <laughs> you just thing. scribble out the CL and write an M on it. And you're like, yep, team yeah, please do that. All right, let's go with them. Good. It's a nice green as well. I got the rippers are red. They're all good. All right. It's bad everybody's wanted that. Um, I didn't buy a hat though. It's kind of annoyed. But it was good fun. Good fun. Highly recommend people going to live golf if you like golf, even though everybody hates that thing. All right. Um, let's talk. We've got three subjects ish. We're gonna keep off uh PT business ish. Not really, because um, we tend to talk about. I always think it's weird how this has naturally just kind of gone towards that. Obviously, it's more of what career-based stuff we're doing. Um, 
how we gravitate towards that, what we know. But we'll talk about threads because by the time this out, I might have posted at least one or two threads. I've done one. Um, that was pretty good. I think I think that's me done. To be honest, I was never a Twitter so you need, fan. Isn't it? So just one. You don't need one. Just one. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, and then we'll we'll talk about some um, Casa Semenya and some weight loss drugs, of course, because yeah. Dan's always got an opinion on number one women and number two trans. <laughs> <laughs> always. Um, um, <laughs> unsolicited or not? Uh, threads. Let's talk, let's go. Let's go. Threads. Hmm. Threads is a funny one because if anybody's been living it's... under a rock, this is Twitter. Just copy and paste. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think but... it's one of those where, like, I just think that coaches and everyone will jump on it. But what they won't realise is that it's just going to be mainly creators that are on there at the moment. I don't think there's many general population people on it. I think a lot of them are content creators, people who have a business, people who have something or other. Because... They use Instagram a little bit more. It's easy for them to just create an account. Whereas I think for most normal people, Threads is like, oh, great, another social media platform, bro. Well, I'm not on Twitter, so why would I get this? It's pointless. If I wanted to be on Twitter, I'd be on Twitter. That's the way that I look at it, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I just think, and yeah. Is it it's just another the... thing for people to fuck up that they can't, you know, they can't do Instagram properly, but they'll they'll just jump over there and it's just like, brilliant. Hold on. <laughs> the, I don't like the logo as well. I think it's a bit wanky logo. Um, did, did you see the thing that it's it looks exactly like the inside of uh, Homer Simpson's ear? Weird, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> very strange. Very strange. Um, but yeah, I don't like the logo. I don't like the like swooshy like sash thing. That if you repost your own thread on like your story or your thing, that it goes behind it. That annoys me. Um, and I didn't know what you what it is. Like I wrote my first thread was like this is my first tweet, um, and yeah, obviously because I don't know what a thread is. Is it? This yeah. Is, am I am I doing a thread? Is that what it is? I'm doing the thread. I think you're still so still so young that people won't really know how to use it or what they want to use it for. Um, at, at this point, yeah, and and yeah, I just don't think at this moment in time it's it's useful for anyone. That's that's my that's my my gut reaction. Yeah, is that I think anyone who's replying to you on there or is interested in what you're doing on there, they're following Instagram anyway. They're on there. That's you're probably highest engaged people on Instagram, on on Threads. Uh, you know, I think if you if you're comfortable and you're happy getting used to it and, and want to use it, then then who am I to tell you not to? Just make sure that everything else is 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 done first. Like I I I threaded the other day. Is that what we're going to call it now? <laughs> um, I think so. I, I basically said like all these coaches are too busy to write emails to their list or have an email list. Funny how they quickly picked up threads and it's that yeah. It, and they got quite a few replies. People are like, mm, yeah, interesting. Like you know, they're, like, like they felt seen or whatever. And again, it's just that whole thing of like. The, like conspiracy theory is were Instagram losing grip on Instagram was engagement down was all this stuff going the wrong way for them were they losing people you know to other things and they just wanted to create some hype around something and just thought well copy Twitter it's easy to copy that to th there's not there's not much to it threads there isn't much like it, not, no. there's not much to it right I don't think it would have been a particularly difficult app to create 
um, based on what you can see on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. So the conspiracy theory there is again, where they just do they need to remain relevant somehow on Instagram because they're losing touch and, and people are sick and tired of the platform, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they obviously used it as a, as a publicity stunt to say, like, oh, we've had over 10 million signups in the first day or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but it was because people could press one fucking button and all of a sudden they <laughs> their threads. So yeah. yeah, it was not hard, was it? Uh, and the fact that you're obviously already, like I've already got an audience of like 1,100 people because they've all come over for Instagram. So it's kind of like, well, yeah, that's probably one of the benefits of it, right? Rather than starting from zero on Twitter and feeling like you're talking to no one. Um, yeah. I just don't, I just don't, I just don't get it. I don't get yet how I think it's going to be helpful for people's businesses that that they can't already get elsewhere. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's that different. I would much rather coaches bothered actually doing an email list and actually writing emails rather than trying to write 140 characters, write 1,040 characters and send it to an email list and you'll, you'll find your business will improve because of it. Like that's the reality, but yeah. oh, they don't want to hear that, do they? More people that. will fucking see it as well. Yeah. More the right people as well. That's the yeah. more more the right people who have already fucking got something from you. Um, hopefully some freebies. And if there's an FYI, I still have my lead magnet, which is I'm posting about most of the time. Yeah, but it's, it's not a lead magnet. It's not a lead magnet. No, definitely not. Uh, no. It's a free yeah. thing, uh, of course. Um, <laughs> already quite a lot of people have downloaded it, which is good. People are interested, so yeah, go over and download it. It's fine. I Maybe I just—I feel like I should go on your. You haven't fucking downloaded just... it, mate. I—I I know who's downloaded it. I feel you like I should go on your email list. I should... No, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I should though. Go on your email list just so I can get abuse off you. There's <laughs> <laughs> usually abuse about podcasts. That's actually fine. Um, but mm. see, fucking on it. Dan Le- I'm on Dan Meek's pod- uh, podcast. I'm on Dan. I've just called you this. This is not your podcast. This is our podcast. Mine. Mm. Um. It's mine because I paid a fee. That's why it's mine. So yeah, for the Dan's not paid a dime. He bought bought a, a thing. And that's it. Yeah, he's sitting I'm there bad. with his with his. He's got Ferrari. Did you know that? And he doesn't pay eighty pound for the podcast a year. Bad. Enough. Anyway, I've had a Ferrari. I would not be doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I meant one of those toy ones. So, oh, the toy ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The toy one on your desk. You know, that like Isabel comes in like. Um, yeah but anybody wants to know that I am on Dan's email list or I think it's on Dan's or by by the bicep one but I put Dan's name on it because I thought it was funny so it was interesting that you wrote was it morning balance or on one of the I think I saw that I was like I really wanted to reply yeah because I changed your name on it is it me is it just yes yes I've changed your name on it to Belen because you put my you put my name down. So I just put morning and then it would have been first name and then it would have been yeah, Belen. Because I was really confused. I thought you'd done that as an engagement thing. And I was like, oh, I'll click with that. I was like, that's kind of slightly viral me. And I was like, I was like, smart. He's a smart lad. If that's just for me, you prick. Okay. Well, nah, just, just for you, mate. There we go. Amazing. Um, yeah, because obviously on, on his email list, it's, I am just Dan Meek. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, I just thought Mike would be like, Dan, why, why are you just decided to be on the email list? Uh, like, you'd be like, fuck's sake. Right. <laughs> Tom. Yeah, that's Tom that's for you. Yeah, that's, that's me. He thinks he's uh, clever. Yeah. Right, funny. Uh, anyway, yeah, my view on Fred's, um, yeah, I'm useless to Twitter. 
hence why I do a lot of kind of, I don't do a lot of written based work. I do obviously do my emails, but um, not massively. It's normally pointing towards um, content and video stuff that I do because I'm far better explaining shit in person and coaching uh, than I am for short snippets. So I think still, if you're thinking about going on it, I think stick to your guns. It's like Dan's gotten better at copy over the years, over the years, over the years, after he stopped writing in crayon <laughs> when I first met him. So yeah, yes. that's obviously a skill that he's learned. And I think it's similar to me. Like over the last 10 years, I've sp spoken in front of like hundreds and hundreds of people. So I'm a little bit better at that. Um, so yeah, I feel things to your guns. If you're better at fucking Instagram, just keep doing that. I don't really understand. Yeah. If you're going like, to just jump over, it's fine. Or just dabble with it. Have it as a side project. But yeah. I wouldn't say be like, yes, you must do that. What's the 80-20 rule? Like 80% in one platform, blah, 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 20% in something it's else. The eight, well, it's the 80% of your income comes from 20% of the work you do or twenty or 80% of whatever you get back, whatever you do, comes from 20% of, of something that you do. So again, it's yeah. about focusing on that quality and going, right, that 20% for most people is Instagram. So focus your effort on Instagram. Don't fuck around, basically. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Let's basically don't fuck around. Right. Let's talk about the news. Um, obviously we can we can only speculate who the BBC person is right now. So that's always that'll be, We're not allowed, be mate, because we could get sued. Allowed. So we might yeah. get sued. Yeah. Our massive, it. very niched audience will be in a <laughs> oh, no, no, mate, they'll bob us in. Don't you worry about it. I know what they're like. We don't know in. who it is. Apparently, but uh, there was something in the paper today that one in six people do know who it is. How? I had over six clients today and I asked every single one of them and none of them knew. So, slightly annoyed. How do they come up with those stats? Like I know. We were like, who's? how are they coming up with that? Like, have they just stood outside the BBC and then gone, showed them a big like list of people? Who do you think it is? And they point at it like, yep, you knew it was that person. It's like, I don't know, <sighs> I don't know who's answering that question. Like... Because if you if like you publicly go and name someone, they all you could they all end up suing that person for like defamation, right? So yeah, that's why it's all very like there's kind of like yeah a lot of defamation laws over celebrities right now. So and obviously me and Dan are massive celebrities, so we cannot say it. It would be rife oh, across we, the we internet. Can't. It's not worth uh, it's not worth it, mate, for us. We were too, <laughs> too much on the line. Too much uh, on the line. So. Too much clout. Too much. That's, not, that's a term, isn't it? Not Lots of clout. All right. Um. Let's let's talk about what do you want to talk about. Weight loss jabs, or yeah. Casa Semenya. Weight, weight loss, loss jabs. jabs. Yeah. Weight loss jabs investigated for suicide risk. That is uh today. I think it came out. Um, which is Europe's drugs regulators told BBC News that conducting a review, some weight loss jabs are being alerted to possible link of thoughts of suicide and self harm among users. This is an interesting wow. one, Daniel. I so, mean, me putting my my logical thinking hat on is somebody who's gone to the decision of taking a weight loss drug is probably not happy with their life currently, anyway. Quite possibly, Tom. Yeah. Um, so I, if I was going to do a mental health questionnaire check, whatever, for the people who think about weight loss or have had the possibility of buying such product against the people who probably would never, let's say me or you, I mm. would assume, my 
assumption, my hypothesis would be that there may be more mental health, let's say, issues. I'm air quoting this because there are, I think, detrimental suicide ones in that population than the other one. Mm. Just saying that. But anyway, um, what are we talking? I just think it's like, obviously, with any drugs, there's going to be side effects, right? And, And that is inevitable. But I think, as you said there, that there's an element of this that is hugely related to mental health. And, and like we talk about obesity all the time and how it's not just about food. It's so much more than that. Other things yeah. going on. It's through the environment. It's doing all this, all this other stuff. And I think the second, I think some of the hormones, I think some of the jabs, sorry, play on hormones. I think, I think they, they, they manipulate some hormones. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know that much about all of them, but I think the second you start messing around with hormones, you know, hormones usually work in, in partnership. There's usually one that counteracts another one. That's usually how they kind of work in the body from, from you know, again, from, from everything I know about, you know, from a health, um, sorry, from a nutritional standpoint, everything that I know about it. So I just feel like sometimes you don't quite know what's going to happen with one other hormone by reducing another one or, or you know, dare I say, altering another one's behavior in some way. It just strikes me as a very, very dangerous route to go down with this stuff if you don't know the long-term effects and obviously with weight loss drugs and, and things like that you don't know long-term effects of someone and how they're going to feel how they're going to react to these things um and, and that's the that's the biggest problem with it is that you're only going to see real world data after the fact and, and that's yeah. one of the, the struggles and because the the demand for this drug is going to be so high and because the cost to benefit ratio is so high because obesity is one of the one of the biggest drains on on healthcare going it's kind of like risk to reward of going well you know from a strictly data point of view they're probably going to go it's worth getting out even if the side effects are that as well that's the other you know conspiracy theory there well okay if it's one in ten thousand people feel that way well they may just go well the odds are worth it from a data point of view like again that's wrong obviously but it could just be that there's so many things it could be. There's so many reasons that they've let it slide or let it go or whether they're doing anything about it. Do you know what I mean? Or not is, is questionable, but um, like you said, I think that there's straight off the bat, what you said is, is, is bang on for once. Um, hey, you know, I'll, it's, it's, I'll know that down. Jesus it's, Christ. it's that element <laughs> of, well, are these people going to be in the best mental place possible? If that's the thing that they're resorting to. Yeah, probably not. And unfortunately, it says social media posts about people, often celebrities, shedding large amounts of weight has led to a big demand in these types of treatments. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, brilliant. I think it's, I think it's hard, though, because I, I do have to say, like, I think we won't ever know how much people are influenced by celebrities because we're just not. We're not that type of person. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm influenced by celebrities. Definitely. I'll buy it. Yeah, I buy all the all the clothes and shoes and stuff. Yeah, I just I just think like it's it's one of those things where you see it's, I, I just don't look at celebrities or looking into them. Oh my god, I wish I looked like that. Oh god, I'll do anything like that. It's like, well, you don't, so I deal with it. I, I've just <laughs> never really been like that. Like, so it is it is tough to to try and get into the head of that person's mind. But I I just find that odd to me is that someone look at that and go, oh, because. Because so and so lost loads of weight, and I look at so and so. I'm going to do skinny jabs, and it's like, is that how people's brains work? Yeah, is it like mine doesn't? And that's what I mean. So it's hard for me to go. Well, that's just a logical step. It's like me going, oh, John Rahm's really good at golf. 
Um, and he uses that golf club, so I'll use that golf club and expect to be better at golf. Well, no. I buy it because he has it, because I like the fact he's got it, maybe. But I don't think I'm going to play golf like him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just find it odd. Odd train it's, of thought. Yeah, I guess it's a... Because it's, it's, it's so rife in our industry as well, of celebrities just banging this shit out. But we're also in a position of in the know, I guess. And hopefully people have got those within those industries. And you're like, of course, Tom, they wouldn't do that in accounting. That's Dan's classic one to go to. Um, yeah. We're like, why can't you do that? Well, that's tax evasion, Tom. Ah, just be fine. It'd be fine. Just do that one. <laughs> yeah. um, just put it there. Um, but, but only yeah, that, but I always find it odd because like, I, I'm i like, surely the people know that influencers are paid to say things and do things on Instagram. Surely, like, surely they just know that. It's like all over the news. It's not just in the fitness industry. That's all over the place. Like, people must I know, because it's know. it's absolutely insane that people would just this be... This show is sponsored by the Compede. This, this, <laughs> this, this is sponsored by Compede. If you need anything for your blisters at all to help, uh, you know, whether it's post-race, whether it's pre-race, they're so uh, easy to apply. They're super cheap. And right now, if you use code THALL10, you get 10% off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus, dear. yeah. Um, yes, I did show down the box of Um <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's 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 strange. I don't think. Hopefully, people are realizing that because have they got? I don't see a lot of the paid partnership things anymore on Instagram. I don't know if those people I don't see or I've unfollowed. Yeah, I think they are still there. I've seen, I've seen them still there, but I think they are there. No. I think I think they're managing to fire around it. Maybe. Yeah. Um, you're like, all right, I just. I just wear the thing and like, oh yeah, of course. And talk about it and just put as many different codes in the thing. Um, like Joel Sleepman does every single time. But yeah, I hope hopefully people can see through that. And if there's if there's a monetary value to that product, then somebody you've just got to always put your kind of unfortunately be curious, not judgmental hat on, but be fucking curious to why that person's made that decision to post about that or whether they're actually using it or blah 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 blah. Um, mm. little bit of a skeptic unfortunately i think we've all both got that hat on reasonably um and then you're like all right why um but is it's sad if this is happening in terms of like suicidal thoughts on weight loss drugs um hopefully they'll be like well, the thing right. the thing the, the reason that i think that what you said is is so key is that when you read the the article that you, you've got up here the beauty news thing is that it says manufacturer novo nordisk is working uh, with the EMA and says patient safety is top priority. And it says the safety data collected from large clinical trials and post-marketing surveillance have not demonstrated a causal association between these drugs and suicidal and self-harming thoughts because it's been on the market for eight years as an obesity drug. So it's been on the market as an obesity drug for all these years and it's never had any problems with this. The second it's used for weight loss, whether it's that there's a higher dosage, whether it's that, you know, it, People are over over medicating because again, what we know with people from weight loss is they go, well, if one is good, two is better. Yeah. Rather than just sticking with what they, you know, the one, are they over are, are they overdosing it? Are they over abusing the drug potentially? And again, the thing comes back down to what you said, like, which is it's more of a actually, it's just, just a different demographic of people using the same drug that, okay, well, we've been using diabetes for years and no one's been saying that it's to do with having any issues with suicidal thoughts or self-harm. Yeah. But the chances are with the correlation of people who follow these people who have lost weight on social media, they're probably a, a higher prevalent of possible mm -hmm. mental health issues in that population. So hence why you might see that. So more yeah. at risk for sure. Yeah. More at risk. Correct. All right, Casa Semenya. Of course, you've got a, an opinion on this, mate. Uh, 
Well, I, I never thought she should have been banned in the first place. No, same. I thought it was like, ridiculous. I mean, I, I just think, I just think, at the end of the day, like she's born a woman. Whether her so testosterone anybody, levels are high or lower, anybody doesn't know who Casta Semenya is. Is like an epic fucking middle distance runner, I believe. Eight hundred um, meters from South Africa. Yeah. So she eight hundred meters and fifteen hundred meters, and then within the world of athletics, there's like obviously testosterone like testing, but she's proven that she's been a female her whole life in terms of sexual organs like birth certificates mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff and she had to go to court about it and then she was banned from running for a while and then they brought in this kind of thing you're not allowed to run these middle distance events and she had to go and run 400 meters which she wasn't good at like because the testosterone had to be slightly different blah 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 because obviously they, those guys, girls are a little bit more stacked in the 400 and splint sprints and stuff like that um mm. so but she had never trained for sprints and stuff like that. So she would not then be good as a 400 meter runner. I think Mora did the same thing. There was a couple of like um, girls from Africa and they weren't allowed. She was like, you can either do the 400 or you can just step up to 5,000. You're not allowed to run those middle distance. And you're like, I've trained my whole life to run those two distances. Uh, and that's it. And you're like, no, you're not allowed to. I, 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 I find it so, so strange. Uh, and the reasons for that are, 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 are this. So one is that she was born a female. I think she got to the point where actually meant, I think her mental health was rock bottom because she was, there was talk of her being made to literally have all these tests on her, like invasive tests, like yeah. in front of people to prove. And it's like, hang on a minute. Like this is further than anyone's ever had to go before to prove their, their sexuality or, or whatever. And ultimately, she was just born and she had slightly higher testosterone than, than women. And she was told that she had to go on testosterone suppressing drugs to basically yeah. compete in a women's event. And the thing that infuriates me about it all is it's like, but yet you can be a man at, at birth now and transition to be a female and running it absolutely fine. But she couldn't, as an actual female, like she was born a female and she's an actual female. And she's now... Now she's won the court of appeal. And I wonder if it's because literally like, well, you let, you fucking let men run now. What's the fucking yeah, problem? Yeah, exactly. So like it's it 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 this is what I I struggle with so much is that let's say that they turn around now and go, okay, cool, yeah, you can run now. I don't have to worry about taking medication. Well, she's lost four years of her career, potential gold medals, potential sponsorship, potential money, because some morons who change their mind like it's going out of fashion all the fucking time. I've now decided that well now literally any anyone can say they're a female and run in a race now, so we'll let you back in again. It's like no, she always was a female. You can't lump her in with the same group of people, yeah. And that's what frustrates me is that she's been ostracized and made to feel this way. Yeah. And I think a lot of her, from what I can tell, a lot of her competitors, they were fine with her. Yeah, they're actually not fine with men now trying to run as females. <laughs> yeah. like, surprisingly, surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just think it's like, I, I just feel really sorry for her. And like I said, for me, I, I always come back to, as an athlete, you've got a very short career anyway. And you're at your physical peak and your physical prime. You just won two, she won gold in 2012, 2016, and then she was banned yeah. because she's separate.